Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item in The Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined, as always, by the God Emperor himself, a human sandworm of gigantic proportions, Gary Butterfield. I think you might be on the wrong card, my friend. Shit! The God Empress! Fuck! Fuck! Yep. Fuck! No, it's fuck. okay. Hey, hey, I, I, hey, I, I, hey! Gary, I pre-proed hey. these. Gary, I, I prepped for the other one, too. I prepped for the lovers, too. I've really fucked this one. You have. It's okay. The lovers will be next time. I, in my head, it. I was like, count down four cards, but I forgot we only do three cards and then a rune. Yeah, and then a rune. Runes fucked you. It's okay. This is the it worst happens. mistake anyone's made introing an episode today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gary, the green room humor there. Uh, the, uh, the uh, um, Gary uh, is, of course, the Empress of Humanity. A giant. Uh, I guess instead of a phallic symbol, a yonic symbol. Yeah, like a, a gigantic uh, lemon-shaped portal. Sure. Yeah, Gary. Do you know that that's what happens in Dune? Uh, a gigantic yonic shaped portal. Well, no, the giant, the the giant sandworm thing. Uh, what about it? I I I saw the the original Dune, the Lynch Dune, mm-hmm. like when I was eleven, and haven't seen anything with Dune since then. I'm not a Dune I, guy. Do you mind if I spoil the Dune books for you? Not even spoiled? a little bit. I uh, I, the, I find movie... Dune fandom annoying. I, it's it's probably not fair for me too, but I I don't care about Dune. The new movies are be- like are beautiful because like Dennis Villeneuve makes yeah. beautiful movies, but um. I am so I really, really hope that they get to the the later books because the big plot turn in the third and fourth books, which are about Paul's kids, so Matt, okay. like Kyle McLaughlin's kids, the Atreides, the Atreides, yeah, is uh, that he decides that the only way to actually help humanity is to turn himself into an immortal giant sandworm. Okay, is, is that a motivated decision? Like that seems like that seems pretty random to me. Uh, it is motivated because they're all psychic, so he can, it's actually what Paul is rejecting the whole time, is that he can see the future and knows that the only way to actually save humanity is to make himself an immortal tyrant. Okay. Uh, so he's going to become a sandworm, so he's a different kind of tyrant? Uh, because sandworms are immortal. Oh, okay. So he turns himself into a giant sandworm (laughs) and then rules humanity for the next thousand years uh, as a sort of semi-benevolent dictator, but a sandworm who can does talk. Sandworms speak? Okay, he does. He's like a human sandworm hybrid. They don't ever. He can still talk. Uh, uh, in the if you look at the the God Emperor of Dune covers, they always depict him as having like a big human head in coming out of the mouth of the sandworm. <laughs> That's pretty cute. Yeah, it's it's adorable and extremely. People phallic. take this whole thing very seriously. <laughs> Like, the first couple books are really good, and then he gets to like, oh, he turned like, and the again, the the actual concept here, which is like embracing the idea that humanity can only find true freedom by overcoming a tyrant. Sure, is neat. This is very phallic, dude. The, the, Gary, they I made said the, from they made the, the start. Whole, yeah, they made the hole for his head to come out of shaped like a human penis. Head. Although it's also it's kind of there's some yonic imagery in there too. There's a little like, bit of this. This is a this has everything for everybody. Yeah. Um, Fun for the whole family. Yeah. Huh. That is weird. So, okay. Gary, I am desperate for them to keep making Dune movies until they have to try to recreate <laughs> that on screen. 
yeah, that, you know what? I'm with you. I, I, I was pretty neutral on them making Dune movies in general. Uh, and now I want to see that as well. Yeah. See the screenshots. Yeah. Huh. Sorry for spoilers for a 50 year old book. It's uh, it's, it's quite all right for me. Um, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Has something, yeah. has something awakened in me. Yeah. Just trying to think of a God emperor penis with a vagina on the tip. That's actually Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. And that's before um, they get yeah. to the book uh, where a major plot point is people who have trained their bodies to be so good at sex that it brainwashes their partners. Man, sci- sci-fi just remains the place for people to work shit out. Really, really. And for other people to take it that. very seriously. Extraordinarily like, seriously, yes. Like just somebody's just really working out some kind of sex- psychosexual nonsense and other people are just like, this, yes, yes, this is genius. Um, huh. Take that, Heinlein. Huh. I absolutely take that hind line. <laughs> the, uh, God. the other writer has subtweeting there. Yeah. The, the, um, the first, like you're like, you know, cause when you're a kid, you hear about, Oh, have space suit. We'll travel and starship troopers. Like, okay, this is like classic yeah, hard sci-fi. Cool. So you pick up one at random and it's just like this 50 year old sci-fi writer trying to convince 20 year old hippie chicks. He's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, it, it, it's funny though. Cause that's a thing in all works of, of fiction. That's a big thing with um, what's his head. The uh, even cowgirls get the blues guy. Okay, sure. Which I, I remember when uh, everyone was telling me about him, and I read uh, Still Life with Woodpecker. I read a couple other ones. I'm like, oh, this is all about this guy trying to convince people he has a good dick. Like there, there's a scene in one of them where he compares his dick to somebody else's. He's like, even though his was bigger, this guy's was obviously nicer. You yeah. know, mine was actually prettier and stuff. And I'm like, why are you putting this in a fucking book and telling on yourself like that? Man? Oh, because some women that is will so read. goddamn weird. Some women will. Yeah, is, God, is that sad shit? Like, oh, that is just like the the sweatiest, grossest shit to just like publish a series of novels about how your dick may not be big, but it sure is smooth. See, Gary, this feels hypocritical coming from you, given some of your newsletters. The the uh, my newsletters don't talk about my dicks. Yeah, but like it's the you're, you know you you I would say that there's a sort of psychic overlap between that and the way you talk about your JRPG thoughts. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Go and tell me more. I, I, it's Gary. It's not a fully fleshed out thesis. Uh, unlike my very beautiful. No penis. shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just think that you talk about your feelings on JRPGs the way this okay. author you've made up talks about his penis. I'm not making. First of all, I'm not making up Tom Robbins. Okay. Uh, Didn't yeah, know the name second, until you googled uh, it. No, I didn't Google it. I just remembered it. Oh, okay. Um, my hands are behind my head. Uh, I'm, I'm recording like I'm an emboss of a Streets of Rage game. Uh, I'm just sitting at my desk uh, with my, my fingers interlocked. I don't feel that way about my penis. Okay. My penis I, I don't, have th- I don't think you feel that way about your penis. I think you feel Good. that way about your JRPG thoughts. What are you talking about? Who knows? <laughs> what is this? This is the most confused I've ever been by you. Gary, I'm just saying, <laughs> let's try to explain it, because it was just a, an, an impulse of a moment, and now I'm sure. trying to explore it emotionally. I feel like, in the same way that what, Tim what, Robbins but, presents his so penis. Tim, sure. Okay, t- Tom, Robbins, Tim Robbins. Not Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Tom Robbins, Tim Robbins. Uh, writes Robbins. vaguely fictionalized characters. Sure who are stand-ins for himself, mm-hmm. where he talks up their sexual skill okay. a lot. Yes. So he's... I wrote... 
he's kind of protective and a booster for his penis. He is trying to get the word out about his dick. And you're trying to get the word out about how right you are about JRPGs. I'm engaging in criticism, man. Is he not uh, also engaging in criticism? No, (laughs) he's writing fiction, a barely fictionalized version of his dick. I think they're not so different, you and I. Uh, I, I, They seem different to me, but I'm interested in hearing more. Sure. um, uh, Are you? I'm not. No, no, but I kind of enjoy twisting trying to make this work. No, Um, Gary, it was just a sudden... I just had a sudden... Gary, genius is hard to understand and harder to convey. It, that is true. You cannot, I cannot argue with that. I think there's uh, something in there about the uh, the warm, self-confident pride with which he talks about his penis and you talk about your opinions that have a similarity. To me, vaguely adding a fictional layer. So the equivalent would be if I wrote a, a book, a fiction book, if a character had all those opinions. And Gary, and I would love them. to read that, actually. <laughs> I done. I, I you know what? <laughs> Kickstarter.com slash Larry Butterman's uh fantastic journey. <laughs> I would Gary, I would genuinely if I picked up like a new like literary slice of life novel and just in the midst of it there was just uh, like a, a like a two and page paragraph. Thing. How come the combat doesn't yeah. matter? Yeah. Yeah. How come, how come the status effects don't do anything half the time? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and don't talk to me about Persona games. I know about Persona games. I know. They're just too long for me, and they're the exception. It doesn't prove the rule. <laughs> or the exception that does prove the rule. I don't like that expression. But they're the exception. <laughs> the, the, uh, you know. uh, and now they're just action games with the same plots. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I should write that book. Uh, yeah, on. agreed. Yeah, agreed mode. Um. We're talking about the Empress today. Yeah. Uh, this is another thing that is very good, uh, but you only really want to use it for bosses or long rooms. Yeah. Um, it gives you the Horror of Babylon effect, which is a damage boost, uh, plus 1.5, and plus 0.3 speed. Which is, A, very powerful, and B, normally can only be triggered by putting yourself in some form of precarious situation. Yes. Uh, here, you can just have it for free. Again, awesome on green mode, awesome on boss rush, and will help you with any kind of boss. Yeah. Uh, quite good. Um, a lot of these cards, one of the things that I was thinking about going through cards that I thought was interesting is a lot of these are for bosses Yes, in a way that feels better to me than active items are for bosses. Like if I have unicorn horn, which basically lets you skip every fourth room and that's powerful, but you end up with like too good to use syndrome mm-hmm. because it's taking up your whole space bar slot. So I'm going to save it for the boss. These kind of things as just a single consumable that you use on the boss. That feels great. I, I would like, say I, overall the cards are very well pitched as consumables. Absolutely. Yeah. And the reverse cards I think are less so, but they're all fucking interesting. Like they all have like weird advanced effects. Yeah. Uh, that are like really, really bizarre and clever. And I Which are commensurate with the fact, you know, they're for late game players, like by yep. definition. They're harder to get. Like they're not necessarily more powerful. They're just a lot more complicated. Yeah. Like higher swings, more risk. This is, there's no risk to this. It's just a get you know get a big boost on a boss. Mm-hmm. You know that's awesome. Love it. The uh, if you love it, by which I mean the show. Yeah. Go to Patreon.com/slash/DuckFeedTV and support my new novel. Yeah. Uh, Larry yeah, Butterman's every, every dollar that journey. you give to the Patreon. Sorry, Gary. What is the title? 
Larry Butterman's Fantastic Journey. Okay, yeah, it does sound like maybe you're going to get shrunk down. Yeah, the uh, he he does get shrunk down. Is it, that, there's I, there's a lot of things I have opinions about that I'm going to work out through this book. I mean, and one of them is being shrunk down. If you look around on the internet, there is a lot of sex stuff with shrinking. I I've been talking about how much I like giants lately in a non sexual way, and a couple of people have copped to it being sexual. Uh-huh. Yeah, but like, oh, it's it's sexual. Uh, it's really not sexual, but I do think that like just a giant is pretty funny and good. Uh, that's going to be in there. Okay, in the book, you know. How so, how uh, big a giant are you talking? I I just think like a like a twelve foot or fifteen foot tall person just wandering around is very funny to me. Okay, so you're going twice as big as you, not like yeah, not not kaiju sized. You know, uh, just uh, see that, and that's a much better way to put it than swallow you size. Yeah, see, it's not horny. It's not see? horny. See, right? Yeah, yeah. That that's the name of the sequel to the book. It's not horny. It's not horny. Um, you can also leave us a ring review on Apple Podcast or Podcast Addict. Uh, like this one left. Uh, we're still in the the Canadian reviews. Uh, Strawberry rhubarb. We have pie. peaked. We have peaked. Uh, sadly, but yeah. this is still a very sweet review. Uh, left on November thirtieth, twenty twenty one. My favorite genre of show. All my favorite podcasts feature two or more people who love each other very much doing the best to make each other laugh, and this one is no exception. The show's many improvised characters' regular use of public transit is relatable and disarming, especially since I often listen (laughs) while waiting for or riding the bus. And the hosts approach absurd comedy and the absurdity of life's tragedies with equal skill and aplomb. Gary and Will are good boys. That was a five-star review. Oh, that's very sweet. It's so sweet. It's phenomenal to get one of my favorite sweet reviews and one of my favorite funny reviews uh, in one session. Yeah, I te- oh, but not for nice. the listeners. We're in a new week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same session on our end. Yeah. Suckers. Endless you session. And the session. Welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that talks about all the cards and all the runes and all the everything in the Binding of Isaac series of video games. With me, as always, is a gigantic, phallic, yonic, confusing plot mess, Will Hughes. That's me, Gary. Yeah, you know, it's good. Like, you know, it was, you know, someone ought to get some use out of it, right? I I still got the Google image search in the background, and it's it's hard to get this book cover out of my head. Yeah, you got uh, you, of this, you, the specific. You got to fucking close it, man. You got to. I know. I it, it's fucking with me. It's it's it's, just it, like, it, it's 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 infecting the work is the thing. Yeah, like we're trying to make art here, and and I, I obviously what, Guppy have you is ever a heard of a vision of, board. It's like up there for it's a mood board. I know it's the but kind like, of energy I'm looking to bring to this episode. Absolutely, but like you know, when you're doing a vision board, one image can start to dominate the vision board. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's true. And a lot of times it is Shrek. I'm so yes. sad you didn't get to see Shrek. I didn't know Shrek. I, he wasn't there last time I went either. I didn't know if there was a walk in Shrek. We did see a Doc Brown who every single time was walking with absolute fast purpose to a backstage thing. Like he had to take a gigantic dump. Yeah. Uh, and was not stopping to talk to anybody. Well, maybe he was I just trying kept to get to 88 Doc, miles an hour. <laughs> Doc Brown dump walking to 88. Um, yeah. Gary, so. would it be in poor taste to write a, a script where uh, they attach a flux capacitor to United 93. <laughs> the, uh, 
I I don't know what taste is. Good. Uh, okay. Perfect. Yes. So would I read it? Yes. Okay. Do I want you to do it? Yes. Those are the questions I can ask or yeah. answer. I can't. Uh, I would love to read it. Gary, you want to talk about Warhammer? We're doing the Emperor today. We could do some Warhammer conversation. I, you know, Warhammer is in that bin of things, and I'm sure you have things like this too. Or I'm actually not sure. I wonder if you do. Uh, where they're like just things I'm pretty sure I'd like, but I've never learned about. Yeah, like uh, I, I've read a couple Warhammer books. I read the funny ones. Okay, I didn't know there were funny ones. I just think the like the armor aesthetic mm-hmm. looks a little bit silly to me, but the monsters look fucking sick. Yeah, I don't want to uh, play a war game. Is the the major problem? Yeah. The um, I think that Warhammer is vaguely related to Iron Kingdoms, which is a role playing game that we played. That is my favorite combat system. Okay. In in a tabletop role playing game, and you play it as a role playing game, but it also has you know minis and tactical combat. Sure. Uh, I think that is related. Uh, I, but there's Warhammer. There's War something else as well. Maybe it's the other one. War Pigs, the uh, Black Sabbath song. Oh, the Black song or uh, Warframe. Oh the, yeah, uh, li- no. the lithe, awful lithe mechs. Warframe is fun to play. I will say, like I believe uh, it. they move good. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. I just can't look at them. We didn't do Star Wars. We didn't do Transformers: The Ride because I realized, like, if there are Transformers moving on screen, I can't. They don't look like anything to me. Like the yeah. new Transformers. I, I, I don't too, particularly too like the aesthetic of the the Bay films. Certainly, no, they don't look like cars. It's real weird. It's like their main thing is their cars. They don't even look anything like cars. They're they don't inside even out fucking cars. Look like cars. They don't. They look like the insides of a car. Like who gives a shit about that? I, you know? a, a lot of people. Elon I Musk. guess that's true. Oh yeah, he love a car. Yeah, like he does love car. Or why does he keep trying to make new ones? Oh, Gary, you got him. I got him. Got him. By uh, time we took that fucker down a notch. Yeah. Uh, but there are hey. yeah the, uh, there are kind of funny uh, Warhammer 40k uh, books. They're uh, they're written from the perspective of a uh, a commissar of the the imperial guard who are like the most like put upon faction okay uh and he's like he's constantly called a hero but then he's like in his head he's like no i'm just trying not to get murdered yeah i bet you that's fun yeah it's fun i i bet you i'd like warhammer if i if i got into to reading about it and stuff i just haven't done it maybe i maybe it, i need a nice tv tropes night you know? it's it's a pretty good tv tropes run uh yeah to learn about the necron could learn about the tau could learn no, about those nuns orcs those battle nuns orcs orcs yeah 40k or warhammer fantasy yeah because oh. yeah uh the, space marines the rat king space orcs sporks yeah sporks space orcs. shadow, shadow of the horned rat there we go there we go um yeah and the uh i played one of those games the one that's like kind of like a shittier left for dead uh, Melee Left 4 Dead. Oh, uh, Vermintide? Yes, Vermintide 2. Okay. Played a bit of that. That's fun. Um, yeah. Viva. Seems good to me. Yeah. Gary, we're, it's yeah. I'm so fucking out of energy. We are recording, because of me, my fault, we are recording a double here. It's, so it's it's because it's, I'm getting my tonsils out. Or not my tonsils. My wisdom teeth out. Dude, my tonsils are long gone. What the fuck, man? That's amazing. I, I'm also low on energy. Gary, you have got to keep track of which parts you're letting people take out of you, man. It's it's the 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 worst time I've substituted one word in this recording session. <laughs> um the <laughs> the uh but I'm getting my wisdom teeth out, so we can't record 
on a normal day. So recording next Monday when you usually record Guppy, I don't have it in me to record Guppy and then like record for a really, really long time about Doom Eternal and the schedule doesn't work out. So we're doing double this week. Gary, you cannot walk My into fault. the surgeon's office and just take, just yell, take whatever. your pick. Yeah. Just a dealer's choice. Yeah. Well, you know what? I can't yell anything because I'm going to be deeply intravenously sedated. Yeah. So honestly, this oral surgeon can take whatever he likes. uh, And I won't know. He's got 45 minutes to basically play guys grocery games, like to supermarket sweep anything out of me he wants. Yeah. If only there was some kind of board game that would match onto uh, the experience you're describing. Sadly, no. Nope. Sadly, no. None none (laughs) that do that. None that do that. Speaking of guys' grocery games, I told you this on uh, GTAP. In, in, in our on private correspondence, yes. In private correspondence, but I watch guys' grocery games on vacation, and one of the cha- guy Fury hates eggs, and one of the the challenges was to sneak eggs into his food, mm-hmm. which was very funny, as one would uh, do with a dog and a pill. <laughs> exactly, like trying to sneak you know medicine into a dog uh and guy fieri took a, a bite out of this like delicious looking egg pe- indian like egg pizza dish mm-hmm. uh and then for comedy turned around grabbed a bottle of olive oil from the shelf opened it you could hear it opening fresh like the crack uh-huh. and swigged olive oil yeah which is how people in starbucks shit themselves when they have that olive oil coffee like you can't just drink olive oil it makes you shit yourself people do like I know, but you're not supposed to. It's, like it's taster bad for shots your guts. It's bad for your guts. It's, I, it, it can cause, in a population, it can cause spontaneous shit. Gary, I'm pretty sure Guy Fieri's stomach is vaccinated against I, I That's probably true. He's, that's probably true. He ate but a potholder when he was seven. It's just been <laughs> all uphill from there. It, just one of the, it was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen on TV. Like Nobody really commented on it. Yeah. Uh, and then later he like fast walked to the back of the store, grabbed an apple from the big pile of produce and just took a bite, put it back. It was also real weird. He, he hates eggs. Gary, uh, I'm gonna it say, was a very surreal TV. I'm going to say thing. four complicated words. Okay. Guy Fieri intentionally funny. Yeah, I I agree with that. He's, but here's the thing is he's also unintentionally funny. Yes. He, he he's he, doing, he, yeah. yes, he's doing both. So it's like one of those things when everyone, when somebody's like, you can't make fun of Guy Fieri because he's a good person and he's intentionally funny. I'm like, no, he contains multitudes. Yeah. He wakes up every day and keeps that hair. Yes. He chooses that hair. He chooses to drive that car. He wears those shirts. He made that menu. You can make fun of Guy Fieri. He's also intentionally funny and also a good person who gives to charity and stuff. And all these things can be true. Yeah. And that doesn't, it doesn't hurt him. Nothing can hurt him. He ate the potholder. He ate the potholder. That show, Guy's Grocery Games, when he has a bunch of other chefs on, like they're Uh competing, it looks like they're having the best fucking time. He seems like like a chill hang. It seems like a great hang. Compared to the the absolute death march forced laughter from Beat Bobby Flay. Fucking Bobby Flay. I know this is a recurring, like, obviously our shared obsession with Food Network competition shows is is the through line of everything to Guppy. (laughs) Fucking Bobby Flay. I know. I I, I hate him. Uh, All the laughter on that show is so fake and forced. Whereas everyone genuinely seems like they're having a great time on Guy's Grocery Games. Bobby Flay smiles like someone who read a book with it. He looks like the Smiler. He's got like the Smiler air from uh, Transmetropolitan a little bit. Absolutely, Gary. Yeah. Just like his gross blank clone stare. You know, but his voice is a little too, like, he's very, like, New York accent-y. Yeah. You know, he he looks like that, but then when he talks, he's, he's like, 
really trying to put on the costume of regular guy. Yeah, yeah. No, no. He he is watched. Yeah. A, he is watched. That's what he, that's what Bobby Flay does every night. He goes home and watches video of himself. Yes. Figuring out like, how to move his face into human faces. Yes. It's like Mark Zuck, like a more successful Mark Zuckerberg. Like I I really dislike him. Uh no charisma. And his food doesn't seem good to me. It doesn't like, seem like I'd enjoy it very much, no. Yeah, no. And everyone says it's great. It seems awful. Um, we're talking about the Emperor today. We are. Uh, not the penis from Dune, but not the, the penis from Dune. Not your mother's penis from Dune. Um, not your father's penis from Dune. Not it's the mama. Not the mama. Uh, this is a great card as well. Uh, teleport you to the boss room. Yes. Simple. Uh, it does gain efficacy. Like this is when you're in the room, the floors that don't have treasure chests or shops. This basically just lets you skip the floor, which is almost always an advantage because yeah. you're not you're going to lose more than you gain going through the floor. Yeah, uh, like maybe you're missing out on like a good drop from a chest or something, but like the more likely you're just going to lose some health and some time from your precious life, of which you only get one unless you're me, who will live forever. Yes. So this saves I you if ate you're... the other half of Guy Fieri's potholder. Ooh, is it a Lady in the Tramp kind of thing? It absolutely was, but we were eating with our butts. Oh. So like a kind of kind of an easy human centipede. Human centipede the easy way. Is Guy Fieri tall? No, I think he's average or less. Do you what do you think he I, I think he smells? Uh like aftershave. Okay. Like yeah. like hair product and aftershave. Like okay. I don't think you can smell a natural smell off of Guy Fieri. I think that like at the very least all the hair stuff would You don't think he smells a little in. bit like bacon? I wish he would, but I don't think he does. Like okay. fry grease, like he's bio, like he's biofueled. Does, does uh, guy? Been, hold on, I gotta Google something real fast, Gary. Guy Fieri cologne, and this isn't a bim bam bit where they talk about like scents and stuff. But what? Um, no, it doesn't. There's a lot of people joking about it online, uh, but it doesn't look like he is actually. Uh, I, here's a Reddit thread. Invest in the new cologne Guy Fieri by Ricky Gervais. And that's from r slash meme economy. It's a picture of Ricky Gervais holding a little box that has Guy Fieri's face on it. And that was posted by Jane Michael Vincent, which I assume that name is a a joke about Jan Michael Vincent. Reddit's good. And I like Uh, it. Ah, (laughs) boy. I like it. This is bleak. Yeah. The bleak Um, series of words, man. Wait. uh, Uh. It. What is meme economy? Are they buying and selling? Are they actually buying and selling memes? Like an NFT? I don't know if it's like an NFT or if it's like, Gary, hold on. There's a rabbit hole here and I got to go down it about meme. And the, I I click about and I get meme investor help and a wiki. I got to go into this wiki, buddy. Meme investor help. Meme investor bot's guide to the galaxy. Meme economy is pleased to be running the meme investor bot. This bot allows you to create firms to collaborate with users and invest in post users and firms. <laughs> Overview, when you create your account, you are given 10,000 meme coin. You are also given a oh. debt of 10,000 meme coin to pay back. Additionally, you are given one share of your own user stock. So this, Gary, this is a... This g- is- this is the worst mini game ever. <laughs> the the Yakuza like... series has gone off the rails yeah. integrating this bullshit. Yeah, it's way better than Pocket Fighter or Pocket Racer. <laughs> but... <laughs> the, uh, good God. 
So yeah, uh, uh, apparently Gary, what I've stumbled into is a 1.9 million member subreddit where people are uh, acting as companies that buy and sell memes to each other. That's rough. <laughs> that That's real rough. Uh, I don't like that. We allow you to invest in posts, users, and firms. There's a whole uh, bot that it's it's a whole fucking trading mini game. That's but, that's amazing. I you know this is uh, the nice thing about the show having uh, comparatively a small audience. Yeah, is that we're very unlikely to have somebody be like, no, that's actually sick, bro, uh, and and write in. But if you're that yeah. person, please please explain. I mean, it might be fun. Like, you know, people play, like, you know, fake stock Salty market bets and games shit. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I don't think it'd be that fun. I think that uh, it sounds like a RP thing in a GameFAQs message board to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, fun. Yeah. Well. Hold on. Rule changes here. Please don't use the subreddit of low effort meme dumping ground. We don't aspire to be like that. Rule changes oh, here. Small but good significant changes to the rules and apology. Uh oh, <laughs> folks! I'd first <laughs> what they do like to say that I am honestly sorry for my disappearance and possible. Oh, it's just they they went off for a little bit. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. <laughs> I kind of fell into a gloom about the subreddit, its destiny, and where it should go on the quality control scale. It's destiny. It's destiny. That's fucking nuts. Every human, oh. whether you like it or not, has different humor. And yes, of course, you could argue that there are some memes that nobody really welcomes in the community. Huh. Yeah, huh. Okay. So yeah, uh the human mind is a a beautiful way to turn uh it's it's an engine for turning time into experience and then eventually death. It's a one of the things I think about is that million monkeys with a million typewriters thing. Sure. You don't even need that. Like people are just the million monkeys with a million typewriters. Damn. You know, like you I, I'm like, I, I, I wasn't off, trying to go be off a damn. Miller King. I'm just saying like, just the fact that anything basically exists is the, the million monkeys, million pipewriters thing. Just the people, you know, this thing's 1.9 million people. Yeah. You know, more people than I'll ever reach in my entire life, no matter what, you know, a number I cannot conceive of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, enjoy this thing. That sounds like the dumbest, most boring shit that I've ever <laughs> uh, imagined. Uh, they take it seriously enough to apologize to think about its destiny. Yeah, fall into yeah. a gloom. Yeah, they fell into a gloom. Ah, oh, that's gloom worthy. Carrie, uh, if people enjoy the show, what should they do? Wait, if you like to learn? Go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv uh, and uh, enjoy us and give us money. And then go to ratings reviews on Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict and enjoy us and give us ratings reviews. Yeah, I'm going down. Uh, I'm still in Canada. Uh, Apple Podcasts. Here's a quick one from CyberClown left on 31321. Uh, I have no idea what the context for this one is, but it's exciting. Delicious. I kind of forgot about peanut butter for a year, but after last week, I have eaten so much peanut butter toast. Thanks, Olivia. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> kind of forgot about peanut butter for a year. It happens. Does it? Nah, man. No, I, I, I'm always thinking about peanut butter. I went to, I went to, I, I did a study abroad in Italy when I was in college and they don't have peanut butter okay. in Italy. Okay. Uh, That's fascinating. It, uh, you can get it like, you can get it like the import stores, but they From don't the have From the America it. section. Yeah. yeah. Uh, th- that's true in a couple of places. I understand peanut butter is not 
international. Yeah. They don't have fried chicken yeah. in Italy either. And that, that started to drive me fucking nuts after a Ooh, while. I got the craves. Yeah, that's all that sucks. Uh, fuck Italy. Fuck Italy. Welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item, enemy, everything in the Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined, as always, by a refant that you confess your weed sins to, <laughs> Gary Butterfield. See, you made it good again. Yeah, you know, you can do a callback <laughs> instead of a joke sometimes. I love it. Yeah, it's the it's the abject suffering way. Yeah. Um, well, no, don't listen. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> the... Uh... <laughs> Any good ones That's to recommend? Okay. Is there if I if I wanted to dip back, which one should I listen to? I I mean they all run together to me, but I think it's a good show. <laughs> okay, so it's not helpful. <laughs> no, all uh, of them. If my question yeah. had been sincere, I'd be quite put out. I know. Anyways, I don't expect you to enjoy my work. Uh, the uh, it's Gary, the time. problem is that I I often enjoy your work. It's that I'm just moved <laughs> just, to engage with it. I know you. Well, you want to argue with me about it. That's and what I appreciate I said. your respect. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> That's the the, uh, the form of engagement. And I appreciate it because I don't like being argued with about my work. It's uh, so weird to have podcasts because naturally I want to argue with all the podcasters I listen to. And there's one I can't. Most of them. Yeah. Yeah. You have Patton Oswalt's email address. It's true. M. You can listen to his podcast and just M. be like, look, man. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, yeah. I, uh, uh, no, I appreciate that because I don't. Uh, and it, it's it's uh, it's want it. no no it's 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 true. This is this is you cannily navigating our personal emotional boundaries. Yeah, uh, I was I was making fun of you for it uh, because it's a fun show where we goof off. But I appreciate it because I and on the other hand, I should be able to just like disagree with you about stuff because you and I will talk in person and disagree sure. about stuff. But something about when it's on a show, it's I'm so removed from having said it. Mm-hmm. That it activates the rando is yelling at me, even though you're the last thing. You couldn't be less like a rando to me. Yeah. You know, I'm just not currently engaged in the mindset of when I said it. So it ends up putting me on the off foot and I get like edgy about it. Yeah. So Gary, in some ways, I'm the more emotionally intelligent of the two of us. Well, I don't know how many ways. Sure. Maybe do I do that? I think I'm equally emotionally intelligent to you in this regard. Okay. So more is maybe a stretch. Okay. I'm just saying maybe you could give me this win. It's my birthday. Uh, <laughs> uh, happy birthday, man. Hey, thank you. Yeah, America's birthday. What were you doing on your birthday 20 years ago or so? Oh, I didn't have good birthdays. Yeah. I never got enough presents. Uh, the uh, I know a guy who was born today. Uh, who was the guy who was a, a shitty? Uh, I was in a shitty band with mm-hmm. when I was in, in high school. Did they just remind me uh, that it was his birthday? And I was like, oh yeah, his birthday got usurped by nine eleven birthday. Gonna write a comedy rap song. The the trick is to find all those babies that were born nine months after nine eleven. Yeah, the nine eleven boom. You know, everybody just like, uh, thank God I'm alive. I have and to then, and you, have, you have a couple of people who are like, actually, my parents conceived me the morning before they turned on the news. So they didn't know. Yeah. 
What do you the think last, that somebody that's who the was, last pure baby, Gary? If the if the sperm hit the egg at the exact moment, oh do you think God. we'd end up with like a planetary esque like spirit of the century? I Gary, kind of think like Jenny Sparks. I think we would exactly generate a Jenny Sparks for nine eleven. Yeah, because it is the new. It is a new era. You know, a lot of things have have been stupider since then. It did yeah. change the world in an awful way. In yeah. Gary, in some ways, a beautiful way. Yeah, what ways? Uh, I mean, those Toby Keith songs were never been written. <laughs> you know what? You got me there. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Catchy he had that melody numbers. kicking around in his head and nothing to it, nothing meaningful enough to attach it to. Nothing rhymes with seven, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you? When Seven uh, Eleven was closed. closed, damn it! This isn't good enough. It, it's not poignant enough. It doesn't reflect on a national tragedy. Oh, uh, where were you during bombing at Oklahoma? Nope. Fuck. Where were you too- during the Grenada stuff with Britain? <laughs> oh, it's the Ford Theater and Lincoln seeing the show. <laughs> damn where? it! Not relevant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our American cousin. <laughs> the, the, uh, damn it, Kobe. Get it together. All right. <laughs> which which thing is Kobe not getting into? I guess. Uh, Toby. What? I am tired as well. I was trying to say Toby. I said Kobe instead because it's Toby. Oh, Kobe. okay. Because I was like, yeah. are you talking about Kobe Bryant being uh, accused of rape or Kobe Bryant dying in a <laughs> helicopter crash? <laughs> No, I don't know why that made me motley laugh at like <laughs> Kobe Bryant. <dying. laughs> no, but I do like the idea of that being the national tragedy that Toby Keith just trying to write about. Oh man, it's rune time. It's rune. No, it's not, man. Oh no, it's not rune time. No, you're We're not there yet. Uh oh. Oh shit, we gotta hurry. We <laughs> <laughs> got another episode after this, buddy. Uh, this is the higher fan. Oh yeah, yeah, the high, the row fan. Um, this is, you always want this two spirit hearts who could argue with it. <laughs> who could argue with it? Gary, I'm still yeah. just like, yeah, last episode of the week can just blow out all the energy here. Just kind of coast on. Uh Oh, I was ready to go to sleep. I guess I get Oh man, this is early. I'm going to catch a quick nap before the chiropractor. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to uh, double shower. Really unstick yeah, myself. I, yeah. Or I'm going to, I'm going to get dirty. I'm going to shower, get dirty and then take a shower again. If I'm clean enough, maybe his musk will imprint on me. He's got no musk. He smells neutral, like all of our listeners <laughs> and their friends. Um, I, I, if I knew that the the guy was a guppy listener, uh huh, guy who works there, uh, that would have this this would make this horrible. I I feel like it's statistically unlikely. It, yeah, no, uh, percentage wise, it's it's quite unlikely. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll roll those dice. The um, but how amazing would it be? Uh, maybe he'll be in this time. Maybe I'll meet him. Uh, then I'll know. Yeah. Just just drop yeah. a couple like uh, guppy shibboleths. Yeah. Oh, you really bricked the switch of my back. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, I hope when I die, I leave no ghost. Yeah. If I die during this neck cracking exercise. Oh, Gary, what if you go in there and playing on the Muzak is the girl from Ipanema? <laughs> <laughs> I'll know what to do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <the> <laughs> uh Hmm. Uh, the Hierophant. Two prayers for the lost. 
Two yeah. Spirit Hearts. Two Spirit Hearts, you know, always, pretty much always welcome. Do you know what I love about this? Please tell me, Gary. It doesn't add them directly to your health. It puts them on the ground. Yep, it's your choice. Yep, it's your choice. If you're at full, uh, you can do this and then go into a curse room mm-hmm. or pick it up at the end of the, the floor. You know, they're yours to use whenever you like. You're in control. Phenomenal. Life you're is in... not a series of random events happening to you. You are the master yes. of your own destiny. I liked uh, you saying you're in control. You're in control. You, mm-hmm. guppy listener, you don't have to pee yourself today. No. You, you can. are powerful. If you do, just make it your choice. You'll, oh, yeah, yeah. Th- that, that's great. If, if something happens outside your control, uh, lie and recontextualize it that it's in your control. Yeah, or I just cho- choose to pee. Get it out of the way. I chose to have yeah. diarrhea today. I'm choosing yeah. to be depressed. I don't even like happiness. That's why I'm not happy, because I don't like it. I think that if I could willfully do diarrhea, <laughs> that would be a meaningful superpower to me. Because I get stopped up, uh-huh. you know, and there are a lot of times where I just want to feel absolutely clean, you know, inside and out. Uh, I would I would turn that on from Gary, time to time if I had like a pressure point or something. I know I say this every yeah. time we talk, but we've really got to find a way to like take half of my gut bacteria and half of I yours know. and have them have babies. We got to do that, that, that uh, the, the human centipede the easy way. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. there is, you know, there's actual transplants, right? Yeah. Yeah. Poop shake. Yeah. yeah. Gary, yeah. do you want to? For the last episode of Guppy, do you want to drink each other's poop? Do a toast? I feel like we should get a doctor in there to like mix it with some chocolate or something. I got fucking chocolate, Gary. I know, but do you know the right proportions and stuff? Little bit of shit, a <laughs> lot of bit of chocolate. <laughs> the, the, um, that's a, you know what? You're talking the talk. Now, to be fair, um, I have never actually worked at a Starbucks, but it seems like that's what you do. <laughs> the, uh, I, I have a pretty good relationship with the barista down the street. I can ask her. What? Uh, the, the, I, I, I go into the Starbucks down the street a lot and, and have a, a friendly say hi relationship with the Risa there. Uh, I'll check. I'll ask her. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm having a lot of trouble <laughs> thinking about that. <laughs> the uh, I don't know. Uh, they're, just, they're nice. I'm usually in a good mood because I'm getting a nice coffee. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's just it's the. the oh, man, that's the I'm, I'm Gary. You've bummed me out. <laughs> <laughs> well perhaps a shot of shit just will an endless daily string of minor witticisms not daily i go okay. in there about once a week okay yeah yeah hey, champ. just about yeah just just when uh you know she's forgotten about my uh and i don't i don't try to be witty because they're busy sure i just i say how are you doing i appreciate you i say that you don't tip uh, but you you're nice no i I totally tip. I, I was really thrown thrown off by uh, the ones at Universal in California. The Starbucks don't have the tip function. The, oh, and and don't deserve it. God, they're slow. <laughs> the uh, they are really slow. They're really slammed. Uh, I understand that they are very slammed, uh, yeah. but I I think I waited for an hour at a Starbucks. Uh, yeah, and they say you shouldn't go to them. You know, you're supposed to get your coffee beforehand. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. I need multiple coffees during a day. Oh yeah, it, and it, three p.m. I can I need an iced yeah. coffee to keep to keep this perfect performance machine going. Yep, to keep to keep riding around and stuff. Also, they tend to be near places to sit, and mm-hmm. those are like with a back. Yeah, those are those are rare. I ended up bribing a waitress in one of like the city walk places. Like, hey, we're just getting drinks, but if I ordered something off the menu, could we please sit in a chair with a back? 
and and she's like no and i was like listen please uh and then she took i like literally just pleased her until she said yeah yeah uh, I, I will so. say like uh disney a million times better about that shit i i believe it yeah surprising lack of benches at universal well you're not um, you're they want you sitting at the rides gary i do but i gotta sit in real life too uh patreon.com patreon.com uh, and then uh rating review uh yeah like this one left by wombats or life on 420 2020 <laughs> i have never seen cats i listened to will and gary watch cats five star review blast from the past excellent i about do for a rewatch of cats I, I've been thinking that too uh, lately. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I have, uh, many times as a joke, queued it up when me and Liv were getting ready to watch a movie. Sure. And when she comes out of the bathroom or whatever, it just starts cats. Yeah. Uh, and then switch to the actual movie. Yeah. Do, and, um, and maybe do you catch a little bit of Buster for Jones and just spats when that happens? Maybe. No, it's early on. So it's okay. just that the bizarre opening of that. Okay. And that nonsensical song. Um, Buster Jones and just spats. No ghost. Hello and welcome to Everything Got Be the Binding of Isaac Podcast that talks about all the runes in the Binding of Isaac series of video games. Runes! My name is Gary Butterfield, and with me, as always, is a man who is from a specific region of Australia, Will Hughes. Oh, Gary, I'm excited to look at what the actual rune is uh, and find out what the bit is on that one. Scrolling, 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 uh, scrolling, 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 scrolling. Okay, yeah, it's Perthrow. All right, yeah, all right. Sing if you want to live long, they have no use for your song. Your rune, your rune, your rune, your rune, and out of this rune. That's pretty good. I I, yeah. I pulled it out at the last moment. I couldn't think of anything until the right last second. Yeah. So. No, Gary. Uh, for a last second one, you really uh nailed that one. Thanks. You stuck think so. it to the sticking post. I did. I pinned the tail on the donkey. On the who? Do you think they the 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 donkey? There we go. Do you think that they have pinned the tail on the donkey in Pinocchio times? Because yeah, that, that's yeah. a whole ethical concern. I. Well, Gary, let's really fast Google the history of Pin the Tail and the Donkey. Okay. Pin Pin the Tail and the Donkey has to have a Wikipedia page, right? Oh, you'd think so. It autocompletes. Oh, absolutely. Uh the first like the auto, like the the preview just says the child gropes around and tries to pin the tail on the donkey. <laughs> All right. Uh it is common at birthdays. Let's see. God, I love Wikipedia. The earliest version listed in a catalog of American games compiled by the American Game Collectors Association in 1998 is dated 1899 and attributed to Charles Zimmerling. So So not only invented it. Yeah. So not only is it just about 125 years old, it is also has an inventor. That's incredible. 
boy, can you imagine like one day you're, you know, you're, you're not married and you're dating and then you realize you're dating the, the Zimmerling <laughs> pin the tail on the donkey heiress. Yeah. <laughs> like gets all those donkey bucks. And, and, and their whole family is constantly trying to find that great sequel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pin the pin the conviction on the murder suspect. Ooh. Got like a Ooh. Leopold and Loeb thing going on there. You got, got a little excited about that, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, I like that. No, oh. uh, Edmund McMillan fingered. Um, Freddie got uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He did. Uh, pin the tail on the donkey. Um, when's the last time you played pin the tail on the donkey? Uh it's a pretty long time, man. We should do it for a duck stream. We, oh. let's, do, let's do some classic 1890s games God, for Duckstream. Gary, you have to be careful with this <laughs> shit because I will ruin Duckstream if you let me. I know. With my ironical uh, bullshit. The, 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 uh, I think this would be fun. I, even though if I do get spun around, I puke. <laughs> so I, the uh, other than that part, it would be real Just fun. I can't be spun. Such a powerful man. Such a powerful yeah, I, man. I cannot be spun. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about uh, a fun thing for Duckstream uh, for a segment would be uh, where we choose a game for somebody else to play mm-hmm. to inflict some violence on them. Sure. Uh, specifically psychological violence. Okay. Yeah. But go on. Oh, no, I, I, in case we do it, I don't want to spoil it, but I thought of something that would be psychologically violent to me that is not obvious. Oh, all right. Uh, you know, so I was like, oh, that'd be kind of fun. Like, you know, plays for a half hour and just be like, ugh. A lot of groaning. See, Gary, mm-hmm. that's I, I'm I'm a bit surprised by this since that's the entirety of my comedy on the show, and you mostly seem tired of it. I am pretty tired. Once a year, I like to give you a treat. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. Sometimes kind. you get mad at me during duck streams. I know. I I don't feel good about it though. I always apologize in a weird and sincere way, yeah. like partway through the night. <laughs> I always corner you at the end and like get weird and weepy. About uh, it, Gary. I'm um, on. The, I, I opened up the PDF of this games catalog thing. There's a lot of donkey-based mm-hmm. games on here. Ooh, Donkey Fest. Uh, we got Donkey uh, Donkey Stream. We have 1927's Donkey Game, 1923's Donkey Party, 1937's <laughs> Donkey Race, uh, 1941's Donkey Party Game. Uh, this one's from 18 before 1897, I think. Uh, that's the Donkey Puzzle. Let's do let's do a donkey block. Mount uh, the donkey. Mm. Who can mount the donkey? Me. Donkey Derby. Donkey party game. Posing <laughs> the donkey. A, troublesome a donkey, comma the. There for a second. <laughs> like, um, yeah, donkey block. Dodging donkey, donkey party, donkey ride. Oh, see, donkey party is credited to Charles Zimmerling. Oh, that guy had a niche. Yeah. He's the, oh, and then we, here's actual that. pin the tail on the donkey, uh, which was, okay, so these are cat. What the fuck am I looking at, man? I downloaded this PDF and now it's my whole life. I wonder how many video games there are with donkeys and see if we can change the whole Duck Fest West into a Donkey Fest West. I mean, a lot of them are going to be Shrek based and you're going to be in constant danger of getting called out for your Shrek voice. Well, and Googling uh, it brings up a lot of Donkey Kong. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he's not I a donkey. Like. No, he's not a donkey at all. She's never been called that. Here we go. Donkey, a beast of burden known for its kicks and hee-hawing. 
they show up in Plague Tale Requiem, Farmville 3, <laughs> Super Animal Royale, Graveyard Keeper. What are you reading? I'm on giantbomb.com slash donkey. Uh, scribble out some limited. Show up in Doom 3. There's two pages of games with donkeys in them. Wait, where's there a donkey uh, in Doom 3? I don't know. <laughs> just according to this website. Gary Paddle Fighter. Has a bow, There's just a game called Donkey. Sure. Donkey is a simple driving game released in 1981. It must steer out of the way of donkeys. The game was co-written by Bill Gates. What? Okay. <laughs> yeah, who played 1981's Donkey? Ah, oh, donkeys. Uh, a donkey is what you might get if you re-roll a horse. Gary, that's, you really, boy, you're the king of segues. I know. Hey, so, so yeah, Perthro, uh, we, this is a great rune. Uh, it is a one-time D6. Yes. Uh, it's. I love that this supplements. Like, I oftentimes play with a D6 anyway. Mm-hmm. I love the D6. Uh, just getting an extra D6 is great. Um, always useful. One of the best runes. Uh, so much so that this and the uh, era rune are the two that you could do if you just want to power game it. Just unlock those two, so you always get those two. Yeah, people. Uh, you unlock those I think it'd be less fun. Solar but... system. Yeah, uh, phenomenal rune. Just uh, there are other uh, the dice shard does a better job of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, by like that, there's you know because of that polluted pool with all the items and pickups. We talk about that a lot. I think that having multiple items that can re-roll, like it's actually kept a pretty good parity there. Parity in the polluted pool. Yes, parity in the polluted pool. Parity in the polluted pool. Parity uh, in the polluted pool. The polluted pool. Kind of sounds parity. like an Agatha Christie book. It does sound like an Agatha Christie the kind of thing. A murder she hopes kind of thing. <laughs> murder she hopes. Yeah, that's, that's loves cute. murders. Yeah. She she did. I don't know if she liked murder, but she certainly wrote about it a lot. I assume that at a certain point you have to start liking something if you're writing about it that much. Almost all of her yeah. murderers are caught, though. Yeah. Well, she likes the murder. She, she <laughs> loves the game, hate the player. You oh know? yeah. Yeah. The uh, yeah. Haunting in ah. Venice in theaters now. I'm sad that's supposed to be bad. Uh, I, mean, I would love the like a, like a new Perroverse. Kind of thing. Like, not Pro-averse, but just, like, new Pro movies is exciting to me. I mean, I... It's got bad reviews. I don't like Branagh at all. I have not watched yeah. any of those uh, of his... Because that's his third one. There's three now, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I haven't watched any of them. Uh, look. Hey, listener. Come here. Come here, buddy. Come here, buddy. Or mm-hmm. buddy's gender neutral. I... You don't need to watch the Branagh ones. All of the David Suchet Poirot's are available on streaming. That's so many hours of Poirot content from the like inarguably best Poirot apologies, I guess to John Malkovich and Albert Finney. But you just need, uh, you just need Suchet. He's got Hastings there. He's got the little mustache. He's basically perfect. Uh, the, his interpretation of uh, murder on the Orient express is crazy weird. Cause like it's late Poirot. So he's kind of sad. Uh, yeah, it's uh, if you actually, I, I'm doing a bit here where I uh, let one of my. You're personal just saying things. Yeah. You actually, things you believe. Yeah, yeah. I saw uh, those bits that are not a bit. Yeah, uh, there's an episode of uh, Jala's podcast, Jala Chan's Place, uh, where mm-hmm. I talked very sincerely about Poirot for a long time, uh, and nice. I hi- heartily recommend. Uh, I love Poirot. Uh, do when you? I ran my, uh, I mean, not as much as you do. Oh, but I've I've liked the movies I've seen. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I like those, those adaptions. We watched, um, before I ran Horror on the Orient Express, the premium Call of Cthulhu module, I got the game group together to watch Murder on the Orient Express to see the Orient Express. Yeah. And get an idea, like, for like kind of a, a mood board for what it looks like on that train uh, when you watch that version. Yeah, uh, like uh, because like the the actual Poirot TV show is often almost a comedy because Suchet is giving like this very funny performance as the fussy little man. To see him yeah. so tired and old and sad, like uh, not not because he was old, because like that's how he was choosing to play the character for that one. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah, a uh, little little grump, little grumpy little man. Yeah, uh, great stuff. And of course, the, one uh, of the only Agatha Christie characters to ever get away with murder. Do you know what uh, is a huge disappointment? Please tell me. I've uh, played one and read through a couple of those how to host a murder mystery. Oh, yeah. Okay. And those things suck. Uh, Like, I've talked about it before on shows and stuff, but they're all just logic grids. Uh, Yeah, I've done Uh, one of these before, and I didn't... uh, Like, it's fun to have a party with your friends. Yes. I mean, and we did the Star Trek Next Generation one, and, you know, like, it was fun to make fun of. Uh Uh-huh. You know, and Levi made a menu for it. Which was real, real fun. Like it was, the whole thing was fun, but the story was just a logic grid. It was like who brought what color bag in at what time. Yeah, basically. Uh, and then the the one who did it was Doctor Rom Yulin, and that sucks. Oh, was he a like, secret Romulan? He was a not. Yes, uh, it wasn't that secret though because his name was Doctor Rom Yulin. Yeah, it's not a good spy name if you're being a spy. Yeah. It sounds like y'all have a really. It's good worse time than Alucard. It sounds like you, y'all have a really fun time when you do stuff this was back at game retreat yeah uh, which i do wish you could have gone to yeah me too at some point yeah yeah if only such a thing were possible yeah uh, <laughs> it would have been fun sounds like it we stopped really... doing those yeah we lost ben yeah sounds yeah. like it would have been like really fun it was they're pretty fun yeah <laughs> you might made a yeah, menu it pretty... sounds like and uh, it was pretty fun was, i think that i, think uh, that I probably i was probably I was, I was probably working that saturday so it's like i couldn't have gone yeah anyway. you like, do work most weekends i think I, I think you might have invited me once and then maybe rescinded the invitation i seem to have that doesn't sound like something i would do like maybe in my head you invited me and then checked with people and then uninvited me but that's probably I, just how my brain yeah, works you, yeah that, that's dark alchemy in your soul <laughs> yeah. man i didn't fucking do that <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I like, like, that. like, yeah. Levi or Cordy's not gonna be like, nah. Yeah, like these, these people are not gonna say no yeah. <laughs> to that. Um, but yeah, that's a. I imagine it was work related. Gary, I'm we should open. do it again. Gary, we should open. start again. Uh, Game retreat was fun, and now that uh, most of my friends now have more disposable income and can take PTO, uh, it should be a little easier. I do work on Saturdays you know? though. So you do work on Saturdays, but you have to take a Saturday off. Game uh, I hate taking Saturdays off. I know you do. Well, you know, you can't have it both ways, man. <laughs> yeah. Gary, you know what? You're right, and I'm going to change. <laughs> you know what? I've heard that before. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you... <laughs> sure. We've all heard things. We've all fucking heard things. So, like, maybe we don't need to call out every time that I fail to achieve my own personal growth. That's fine. I'm not the one who's inviting people to things and then in my head taking the invitation back after Levi in my head says he doesn't isn't comfortable spending the time with me. That's fine. Everything's fine. End the fucking show. Fucking big fat birthday boy. Sorry, you're not fat. <laughs> I am fat. It's okay. But I said uh, it in a mean way. I'm sorry. I know. It's okay. I'm working on it. <laughs> Me too. I'm wor- I'm, I've been exercising, but I'm not making myself better. I've been trying to exercise. I hate exercise so much. It's the only thing. I've been eating really well. 
Mm-hmm. That part's not hard for me. Uh, exercise, I hate it so much. Um, fuck. Anywho, Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Everything uh, well, to Guppy. In- Peaking the energy and then coming back down before we take you back out. Yep, and we, we leave you where we found you. <laughs> that was just the end. We didn't outro. <laughs> we just, that's just the end. It's a pretty good ending, it's though, I think. It's a good ending, I, yeah. I, yeah. I think that was a good ending.